My name is Teresa Nutter. Huh? My name is Teresa Nutter. Hey there. Hi. Awesome sauce. One time I murdered somebody. Whoa. <laughs> we were already going to have a Netflix we're special we're about how Stephanie's going to murder me. No. <laughs> Stop. Should we introduce ourselves? I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this, and this is, is Dead Time Stories. Guestoberfest continues. Yeah, dude. Get wet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I said early on that we were going to do nothing but just steal shit Chums from other podcasts. What? Shut up with that. I love it. Uh, first and foremost, happy birthday to our very own Stephanie C. Kernison over there. Oh, that's me. So and so years young. I wasn't gonna put you on blast like that. Not do, like it's old. Do I matter? Do I matter? I you matter. do matter. I matter. We're here because you like matter. American Horror Story, the first season. I matter. I matter. It's Kate Mara. That's yeah. her name, right? I think so. We'll mess it up like we messed up who Allison Brie in the room. But it was actually Brie Larson. Or wait, was it Brie Larson? But we said it was Allison. No, Brie? no. I said it okay. was Allison Brie, and it's Brie Larson. <laughs> Don't do it again. Allison Brie is the Netflix girl, and I was right when I said that. But I was like, it's not her who did the room. No, it was Brie Larson, and it's just room. It's not the room. You're right. You're right. Anyways, it's Stephanie's birthday. Happy birthday, Stephanie! Thank you so much. We have a guest today, and then Guestoberfest. Say hello. Teresa Nutter. Get wet. Get wet. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Also known as Tina. T-Nut. T-Nut. Well, you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm 31 years young. No, really, I'm 32. <laughs> I'm turning, that's how old I am today, 31. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, I, you. you know, I'm actor, Wait, comedian. it's your birthday? <laughs> Stop. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, actor, comedian, uh, seer of ghosts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. That was that's, clapping. That's it. That's really all I have. There's a lot more to her than that. Yeah. She's that's just all being... I have. I'm just, I'm just amazing and modest. And shut up. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what you can see is that I'm nodding yes. Tell me more. <laughs> I love Teresa. I love Teresa. She's great. <laughs> I love and both you. of us were like, I like her. I want to work with her. And yeah. then we work together and we were like, why? I like you. We should work together more. And then uh, the first night that we had our first, uh, like, rehearsal we ended up just crying in the basement of alan's lane pottery because we both realized that we had similar childhoods oh my god we have a lot in common it's crazy (laughs) but she's a yankee and i'm from down south and uh and i adore her and she's great and yeah thanks yeah i had it was funny when we were trying to figure out when we were going to record and we were asking around we were trying to figure out dates and I was like, well, I've, I'd like to not record on my birthday, but like, we'll we'll pick a date. And then I talked to you, and I was like, okay, that's if that's the only day that works, like that's what we're gonna do. And when I was like, okay, we got to reset, we're doing it on the seventh. And she was like, don't you mean on the fifth? And I was like, no, I was like, we're doing it on the seventh. But it's cool because if I'm gonna record on my birthday, 
I would love. Who am I hanging out with? I'd love to hang out with Sarah and Teresa on movie day. So. Oh my god! Yes, Yay. I'm into it, and I'm um, real pumped. I'm very excited. So yeah, anything else, Sarah? Before real fast, before we jump into Teresa's Guesttoberfest Ghosttober stories. Haha, <laughs> you like that? I made that up on the fly. Boo boo boo! Bam. Plugs, aren't we? Is that what no, I mean yes. We're gonna plug each of our own respective things. So. All three of us, as you might have noticed, we're all in the theater community, and you might have noticed a theme in the fact that we really, you know, we we bring on a lot of people in the theater community. So <laughs> we are all constantly doing fun things, and we plug in Philadelphia Josh. specifically. Maybe. That's yeah. true. That's true. If you live somewhere else, I'm so sorry, but if you live in Philly, please come and see us. <clears throat> Do you yeah. guys see that? See what? Shut the no, fuck I up. No, I do. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why does he keep flashing? doing it? The lights are flickering. <laughs> Is it because we're talking about Josh's ghost stories? Oh, my God. They stopped. Um, oh, then they started again. Oh my God, Here's there? a small side note. I also looked up potentially buying you an EMF reader for your birthday oh God, for stop. us to have on while we do the <laughs> podcast. And I'm kind of really glad I didn't because now the lights are flickering. And if that I'm was going off while they were flickering, it really yeah, freaked yeah, me yeah. out. I feel you. And like if this door opens behind me, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. So we're all doing fun, creepy theater things this month. We mentioned Josh Hitchens' ghost stories last episode. This episode, we're each going to mention the things that we're all doing. Um, and I'll go first because mine is next Friday. I think mine's the first. Do it, Queen. Out of all that we're doing, right? Say yeah. it. God. So next Friday, if you're in the Philadelphia area, starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., there's True Tales from the Tombs taking place at Laurel Hill Cemetery. And if you're from Philly, Laurel Hill is that huge fucking cemetery right across from 76 as you're making your way from Center City to, like, King of Prussia, if you want to go up that way. So it's a really big historic cemetery, and it's a tour. It runs every 20 minutes. And and you get to walk around to each different tombs and each tomb features an actor telling a, a true story about someone who is actually buried there in that cemetery. What? And then, yeah. And then afterwards, there's like a fire pit and there's cocktails and drinks. So you get to hang out in the cemetery afterward. And yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And that's next Friday, October 12th. Get it, Queen. Starting at 7 p.m. And the last tour leaves at 9 p.m. So you can show up anywhere between 7 and 9 and you can go on the tour. So come out and see me if you want to. If not, go fuck yourself. And is there like a website they can go to? There is, yeah. So we'll be posting, (laughs) we'll definitely be posting links to Facebook events, websites, et cetera, of how you can find all of our each respective things coming up. in the bio. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So uh, Mm -hmm. that's what I have right now. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, what you got? You got a few things coming up. Coming up. I do. Um, I'm rehearsing for three things right now. Two of them are this month, and the other one is oh, we get it. in You're December. Mm. Oh, my God, stop. I know, right? <laughs> She's like, oh, I have to do rehearsal and record on my birthday. I'm just so busy as an artist. Stop. Don't. We're saying I it in the know, best way because we love you. I heard um, <laughs> there's something that I heard recently that I'm like, oh, this is what I'm going to say. And it was... Justin, who is really Alyssa Edwards on Dancing Queen, mm-hmm. the new show on Netflix mm-hmm. that I was watching for my B day. I saw a couple episodes. I've watched all of it. But he said <laughs> that whenever he's like, Oh, I'm so busy, like I don't have time, I don't have time, it's less about being like, Oh, I don't have time and more about being I just have to manage my blessings. <laughs> I was like I was like, you know, I was like, I have to think about it that way. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. I feel like yeah, a mother of three or cute. more children would find that yeah. also apt. I just have to manage my blessings. 
No, I said it's great. Anyway, plug your plug your shit. So <laughs> I'm in two things this month here in Philadelphia. You bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of your show. You bitches. Uh, no, I'm gonna go see Basic Witches, which I am not in, but that's playing at the Arden, and it is gonna oh, be yeah. awesome. And that's playing like all month. Check it out. Oh my god. Uh, anyway. I am going to be in Buffy once more with feeling, but they're spelling it with a PH because this was fit, which is Philadelphia improv theater. And it is running the 18th through the 21st. And then there's the 25th and then the 31st all at the Adrian, uh, which is on Sanson street, which is in Philadelphia. And (laughs) on the 26th, I am in the Rocky horror drag queen show, which is like a Rocky Horror lip sync thing with all drag queens. And I'm playing Eddie and Dr. Scott. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be cool. So that's, a, that's what I'm doing. Nice. And I do this amazing podcast every week with that's Sarah Heavens. And we have a lot of fun together. That's yes. true. Yeah. And Teresa, what are you doing? Uh, uh, I am. So I was in Philly Fringe and the Philly Improv Theater uh, asked us to do a revival of our show. So it's called... Only in Your Dreams. It's a scary musical comedy, horror we comedy. Saw it. We it's saw great. It. We Stephanie loved I went it. and saw it. Yeah. Uh, I play Dream Henchman number one. I don't know. They're, we're just I'm just the ensemble. She is the number one of them. <laughs> but favorite. it's uh, it's part of Fitz Halloween month, which Stephanie is in. And so right. it's the twenty eighth at eight thirty. I think tickets are only five dollars. So and then that's also at the end of the month, that Friday actually or that Friday actually, my sketch team uh, it's the new has a sketch show and we do like av- not avant-garde but we do really dumb comedy stuff at the end of the month called sketch work so check it out yes. yay so yay those are all the fun things that people are doing I love it I love it I love it I'm sure you guys are super interested in hearing about JK y'all want to talk about some ghosts boo, that's what they all want to talk about boo. and that's what I'm ready to hear about especially from Teresa, Teresa. oh can I throw in one more thing or yeah, should I say no. it I might forget it what is it I fucking love Gritty. <laughs> we were talking about Gritty at the end of the episode. Please don't let me forget to talk about Gritty. It's Girl, my birthday. Ain't nobody forgetting about Gritty. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. The unforgettable. He's our number one I ghost. I love him. I love him. Okay, go ahead, Teresa. <laughs> um, well, you guys want to know. I mean. Tell um, us your ghost okay. story. Well, Sarah said that she talked to you, and you had, like, a whole system set up about what stories you were going to tell. still like, freeform. Yeah. Yes, like, I am. Go, go. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I, now that I'm older, I, I'm not quite as in tune with the other side as I was when I was a teenager but I very much believe that ghosts are real I very much believe that there's other things that we don't know about and I as a kid like totally saw ghosts and like all that stuff and where I grew up in Bucks County is pretty pretty spooky it's a really historical area but the Newtown area and like the New Hope area um, are pretty pretty scary like there's haunted houses and there's haunted areas and there's this bridge called Crybaby Bridge and there's a bunch of different like rumors of why it's called that like mothers killing their kids and like just like this crazy murderer came and killed babies and all that stuff but anyway as a dumb teenager my and my friends went and we go up there and I had like this horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach and we are on the bridge and it's not windy out there's no wind at all whatsoever but like I see, like I feel and I see like movement. And at the corner of my eye, I just see like this black, like pitch black 
cloud, not even a cloud, just like this entity. And I was like, we got to get off this bridge. We got to get off. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, get off the bridge. And like, we get off and I still see it coming. And then like, <gasps> this wind went past me. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't very much like that. And then like, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes later, like my friends were drinking and stuff. And I wasn't really into that back then. And I saw a little boy play, like playing in the corner of my eye. And then he runs down to like the, where the shrubs were and like runs under the bridge. And I was like, we're going home now. I'm done. Yeah. So wait, when you saw the black mass, was it coming towards you on yeah. the bridge? Yeah. That's why I was like, we out people. We out. GTFO. Would you, would you, when you say cloud, so is that kind of the form it was? Would you compare it at all to like the shadow people that you hear get mentioned? Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely, like, I don't want to say, like, the stereotypical, like, death, like, silhouette, but it definitely was, like, it wasn't a discernible figure, but it was definitely, definitely opaque. Like, it wasn't, like, I couldn't see through it at all. So was it, like, upright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, like, it was hovering, like, but, yeah, it, it... it messed me up. And no one else in your group saw it or no, said that they, they felt saw anything? It. They felt, they, so they felt the wind. What did you didn't. feel when you saw it? I felt um, like despair and sadness. <laughs> and like I was very scared and I was like something bad is happening and we need to remove ourselves from the situation. So you got off of the bridge and mm-hmm. like down off to the side of it. No, we just moved like like probably 20 feet away from the bridge. Like So there's a road, like, and then the bridge is part of that road. So okay. we just got over, off the bridge. And oh, okay. it seemed to be fine. But it's like, that on that, I was afraid that if we stayed on that bridge, that something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. While, like, be it I fall through or mm-hmm. I throw up. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. And then you saw, like, peripherally, like, a little boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, like, it was very blurry, but he definitely was, like, playing and was playful. Like, he wasn't scared or anything. And it was just really, really weird because, like, he, like, went around me and then, like, went under the shrubs. It was weird. I was the only one who saw that. But <gasps> my friends felt, like, movement. Yeah. So it was, so I was like, so I'm not crazy. Okay. So, but yeah, it was, even, is it, like, is it weird to it. ask like what he was wearing? It was dated attire. Like he had like the little stick, like, and stick in a wheel. Yeah. Like he had that like thing, but he it was definitely like lat, like several centuries ago attire. Do you think that he was aware that you guys were there? He definitely was. Totally. Like, and I think that's why, like, he wanted to play. Which he was is, like, come play with me, be my friend. Not in, like, a scary horror movie way, but yeah. in, like, a, I'm an innocent child trapped in the netherworld. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, and, like, I just always have, like, like, I always get feelings about stuff, and, like, I'll just know, like, something or someone or whatever, like, will tell me not to do something. Like, don't go down that road, and then... Like, I'll find out that there was a horrible accident or, like, there was, like, a fire or something. And it's just, like, there's some entity that tells me, like, not to do these things. But, like, I haven't felt, like, presence of people in a really long time. Probably for, like, 11 years or so. So, which makes sense because i gotten older. So, usually uh-huh. children. It sounds like for you saying that, like, I get feelings of, like, I shouldn't do this. That almost sounds like you're slightly clairvoyant as opposed to that would be a strong word but i I guess i'm like on that level like i just would have a feel like i'll just have a feeling 
like in most of the most it's a strong intuition yeah strong that's a good word i have a strong intuition i think and my gut hasn't really steered me wrong yet so and when i don't listen to it is when shit gets fucked up it's really funny but yeah but yeah the, uh, the this this one and then what i'll tell you later are like are the last two big prominent experiences that i felt had you ever seen a, I'm not going to call like the mist that you saw a full body apparition, but it's probably mm-hmm. the closest thing to like a full body. Yeah. Is that the most that you had ever seen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and why it's freaked me out. Hit you twice in one night. Yeah. Cause like we were there for like four hours or so. And like that happened, like the, I think like the apparition and the little boy were probably like an hour apart from each other. And, like, after I saw the little boy, I was like, yeah, all right, we're done. It's time um, to go. Time to get out of here. But that whole area is notorious for, for houses being haunted and stuff. Like, people have moved from that area. Like, so rumor has it that that area, like, it's like an Indian burial ground. Or rumor like, has it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, but people, like, were, like, this stuff was happening in their houses and they couldn't explain it. And they were just like, we're getting out. Like, this is... And where is this New Hope? Uh, New Hope, Newtown area, like Salisbury, Salisbury Township. So to detour, isn't that where we're going? Yeah, that's where you guys are going. Isn't that where we're going next weekend? It is, yeah. For the ghost tour? Yes, it is. All right, so next episode. That's as great a segue as any. (laughs) So since Teresa mentioned it, next episode, just to plug, you guys really should definitely listen up because next Guest-tober episode is going to be awesome because next Saturday, Stephanie and I are going on a walking ghost tour of New Hope. Yeah, we are. And we're actually going with a listener. And That's, you guys will meet she's that She's super cool. Uh, she's yeah, super we're really cool. excited. I went to high school with her. I was even talking about with <laughs> Teresa earlier when we were out uh, at lunch where I was like, what's really exciting to me is that we're having a guest on who is someone that we strictly met through the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're having somebody on who yeah, is a listener. And I, no, she's so funny. She's the best. She's like our online, like we online dated her. And now we're going <laughs> to go true. meet her in oh person. Oh my God, you guys totally are. Oh I love God. it. So we're going to go, yeah, on the New Hope Ghost Tour with her next weekend. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be this weekend because this will come out on thursday at midnight but if you're in that area it's in new hope and it's a ghost tour i can't remember how much tickets are it was like oh they're 12 dollars i was gonna say it was like 12 bucks yeah it's not expensive at all it might be sold out i don't know but if you're in the new hope area you should hit us up because we're gonna be getting drinks afterward and yeah we're gonna go it's gonna be cool so really excited and yeah we're gonna have colleen on i was like colleen we know you're listening so we're super stoked and we can't wait to meet you in person it's tina it's so fun Teresa said hey and then also on that note to segue about something else that we super love and is super exciting but also super sad because it's our last time bittersweet like what? the symphony by the fur what's happening so uh you all know our right. our our BFF online dating friends Mitch and Leah of Southern Spirits we've been promoing them for the past month and a half and we love them we love them so much this is officially our last scheduled promo with them you guys so if you haven't checked them out yet Please, for the love of God, go listen to an episode. They're and great. Again, outside of outside of our being contract, our, like, friends, or whatever, like, yeah. yeah, we love them. Like They're we're great. we actually listen to their show. They're really good. So, so take a listen I for the last them. time right now, and then go check out Mitch and Leah over at Southern Spirits. Well. Hey y'all, I'm Leah Lawrence. I'm her husband, Mitch Lawrence. And we host the Southern Spirits Podcast. Each week we'll sip on a Southern brewed craft beer or wine and toss back a Southern distilled liquor and I'll let y'all know how I feel about them with a review. And after we are good and tipsy, I'll bust out a couple of strange spooky tales from the American South. 
We are all about true crimes, mysteries, paranormal activity, and cryptozoology. Basically, if it's southern and boozy, we'll drink it, and if it's southern and weird, we'll talk about it. So join us as we drink our way through the folklore of the South. Find the Southern Spirits Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Bye, y'all. I've been drinking this whole time. Mm-hmm. You're Rude. Gonna, no, you're gonna like, you're gonna hear my slight gulps. Like yeah, I'm seeing. One time I was eating water when ice. He goes through and compresses. It helps, and then I can go in and cut out yeah. whatever I have Cause, to. Because like I can see like every time I take a sip on the red thing, like the yeah. Anyway, yeah, you're good. I always feel so awkward on podcasts just because like. I have to talk into the mic. Like, there's a lot of pressure. I have to talk into the microphone. I have to be engaging to the hosts. But then, like, I always see, like, what's happening. And I see my, like, levels go up. And I think I'm being too loud. Oh, no, you're Tell not. us and about it, Teresa. Then I have to be happy. And then I have to be funny. It's just, it's a very, it's very anxiety-inducing. <laughs> it's Colby. I love you. <laughs> yeah. I like these podcasts just because, like, comedy podcasts are just even more anxiety inducing because like you'll have a bunch of comedi- other comedians on and they're like no I'm funny no I'm funny no bits 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 like I did this one podcast and I'm maybe in it for like three minutes I say like one thing because I'm yeah, like no. I can't I can't do this it's too much <laughs> no when you're on Guestoberfest it's all about you baby it's all about you Teresa and with that Guestoberfest resumes bum 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 Oh, man. So here we are. We're back here with Teresa Nutter, who is our guest here on Guestoberfest Volume 2. That's Teresa without an H. It is. It is. That's a very important distinction. Well, it was like saying Sarah with an H. There we go. It's, like it's also because she's Sarah with an H. That's why I stared at her like this when and I did it. And she's Stephanie with a PH. And an IE. As opposed to a they fucking have two F. opportunities so to fuck it up. That's the, that's the part that like mm-hmm. really gets me. It hurts. It's almost as scary as Teresa's next story. Dun, dun, dun. Please continue. Um, I, I have to burp. Hold on. <laughs> do it into the mic, girl. Oh, now it's too much pressure. Featuring Southern Spirits. <laughs> um, do ASMR while you wait. Stop. So, so this one actually might like cause, like, it, thank God. I might piss off a bunch of people with this next story, uh, like, because, like, Philadelphians are, like, very... I don't want to say territorial, but... Are like, they protective of this hospital? I th- I don't think so, but I think, like, I don't know. They're going to have, like, better stories than mine and are going to, like, tell about them in the comments and tell, to be like, that story sucked, mine's better. I don't know. Girl, I well, hope they do. Show, I, mean. I was like, our listeners don't do that. But if you have other stories that piggyback off of Teresa's story, please reach out. But don't try to make yourself sound like you're better than Teresa. <laughs> so you're fucking not. You're so not. <laughs> you're perfectly fine on your own, but you're not better than Teresa. I just need you guys to follow me everywhere. Girl, um, we can do that for a very small rate of what's our rate? What do we what do we want our rate to be? Hourly or daily? <laughs> say like hourly. Twenty five an hour? Yeah. I can't afford it. Oh, damn it. I'm done. I'm All done. Right. I can't afford it. Art is dead. So back to the scary story. <laughs> Us uh, telling you our hourly rate wasn't scary enough. It was pretty scary. <laughs> it was pretty scary. So there used to be, it's since like leveled and I think like a housing development or something, but it was Philadelphia Hospital on Byberry. At, like it's a, it was a mental hosp- hospital, but people just called it Byberry. I was like, yeah, it went by Byberry. Yeah, yeah. And so like it closed down. I forget when it closed down, but it had been well abandoned when I was a teenager and stuff. And so I had never been there and my friends were like, let's go to Byberry and like be sneaky. And I... <laughs> 
being a goody two shoes was like this is a terrible idea bc he was that uh code for shoplift no because you were like i was a goody two shoes and i was like oh were they like what were they doing no like we were sneaking on to like property that we weren't supposed to be on okay trespassing yeah i could get arrested for trespassing and that was a big deal apparently and ghosts could get you and ghosts could get me so but in order to get there like it was insane so like you have to go on roosevelt boulevard i don't know if you two are familiar with it i'm very familiar okay so the boulevard is a death trap it's awful (laughs) it's a death trap on a good day we had to park though like at some random parking lot walk on the boulevard go over the like the the median the median yeah then go through the woods to a clearing which was this hospital no yeah no yes and where on the boulevard was this it's like what the intersection was i don't remember quite the intersection but it's like right as soon as bucks county turns into philadelphia county like it's like it's that far down yeah so but it's like it was like I grew up in like Levittown and it was maybe like I don't know 30 minutes away from okay. from me like it's not far at all but yeah so that in itself was really scary and I'm like if I get a tick I'm gonna be so pissed like <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Lyme disease anyway that was the biggest of her yeah. fears until she got in the prison yeah so we get it's oh, it's like five of us I think it was my best friend and like my other friend who i was living with at the time like i was living with his family his brother and then like some other person but like they were like by the way like a lot of homeless people squat here and so you'll probably need to bring a weapon with you and i'm like what no what they're like yeah like it was no big deal like nonchalant like oh by the way do you have your knife on you yeah so i actually so i took the tire iron (laughs) the trunk oh my god yeah, you, you know what that's in a zombie apocalypse i would take that as my weapon because it it, it, it doesn't you can kill a man yeah so take a hammer with a tire so iron? we're walking and we see we see cops like cops are like doing a perimeter check and i'm like oh god this is a terrible idea we shouldn't do this and like as soon as i get since when we get to the clearing and like i can see the hospital like i just start feeling disgusting like i feel just awful like i feel tired i feel sick i feel scared i feel like i'm in pain but i'm not in pain i just had this horrible horrible feeling and we go in and like it was worse as soon as we walked into the hospital like i mean it was like it was like a horror movie like there was graffiti everywhere there's broken glass everywhere we go into one room and there are just hospital like lined hospital beds just everywhere and then we go through we went through that room and then we went into another room and it was just thousands and thousands and thousands of medicine bottles just like completely shattered all over the floor like it was like someone took the case like the shelving unit and just threw it on the ground and so these old from like you know the 1950s 60s glass medicinal bottles were everywhere like and then there were like room numbers and stuff like that and the one room that we went into was where the the children were kept and like I almost threw up like it was just it wasn't because I saw anything it's because of what I felt and I felt just like pain and despair and and like I felt like I needed to scream and I felt I just felt awful and I was like I can't take this anymore like I have to get out of here we have to leave like I'm I'm something bad has happened here and I cannot be in this area anymore so then we leave and then we go back home or whatever and like the, for the rest of the week like this was like on a Saturday and like the rest of the week m- my two friends 
all this shit kept happening to them. Like, my one friend, he, he like, kept getting paper cuts randomly. He got a flat tire. Then he, like, kept stubbing his toe. Like, he locked his keys inside of his car. He left his keys at home. Like, he just kept doing all of this stuff. And then my other friend, she just kept feeling really sick. Like, she just felt ill. And so I go to my friend, to my female friend's house, and I look, and I see that there is a room number that she has, like, on her shelf of, like, trinkets. And I was like, where did you get that? She's like, oh, I got it from Byberry. Mm. And I was like, you did what now? So then I called. She call- fucking took it? Yeah. Big mistake. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm like, wait a minute. So then I text my, my other friend who I was living with, and I was like, did you take anything from Byberry? He's like, yeah, me and my brother both did. And I was like, what did you guys take? They took medicine bottles and because he wanted to put his weed in it. Shut the fuck That's up. That's cursed weed. That's what I said. And I lost my shit. And I was like, that's it. I was like, next Saturday, we are going back and we are returning it. Not only are we doing that, you are wearing the exact same clothes. You are where we are going the exact same way. We are taking the exact same weapons. We are doing all of this the same way. We're going through the same rooms that we did. We did everything the same. And I had the same feeling again. I felt like I was going to throw up. I just, I felt like this horrible pain in my chest, like all this stuff. And I was like, to the best of your ability, motherfuckers, put this back. And they did. And then seriously, like instantaneously, things things changed it was crazy like she felt instantly better like the following week like he was back to his himself like it was it was insane it was insane and then shortly after that i think it closed down like they they bulldozed bulldozed it it. yeah Yeah, i know it's not there anymore yeah because i did some research into it when you told us a little bit about this story and didn't they find like people murdered a homeless man out there Mm -hmm. right yeah. And that's one thing. And they like found the trail of blood and mm-hmm. it led like some kids were out there trespassing and found it. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I wasn't those kids, but I Thank like, God. oh, yeah. And that was the other thing, too. Like I saw like like what I assumed to be pools of blood. Like and I didn't know why they were there or how they got there. But yeah, it was like and but for the most part, people would go there like teenagers would go there to like drink and do drugs. Like because yeah. it was but like that's what mostly people did. But yeah. I feel like, and again, this is me talking without doing too much research, but I feel like there was some, maybe not Ghost Adventures with Zach Bagans, but Ghost Hunters might have done a show there before they closed down. Probably, yeah. I know that Ghost Hunters did Eastern State. They did a lockdown over yeah. Halloween night there, which we talked about in episode two. Mm. But yeah, that's fucking crazy. It was super scary. Good it thing was... you didn't take anything. Uh, I did not because I'm not fucking crazy because I'm not an idiot. And I know like, you know, ghost 101. Don't take shit that doesn't belong to you from a haunted location. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, it was it was definitely it was I've like it's kind of so that happened after the Newtown, like the Crabby Ridge thing. And that's when I was like, oh, like, no, I I can feel this like I'm. I'm not clairvoyant by any means, but like I can feel this shit. Like you're a sensitive. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this is very scary, and I haven't either. I haven't been in a situation or a place that has ghosts or whatever, but I haven't really felt anything like that ever since that day. So I think I was like 19 or 20 when. So that was like yeah, 13 years ago. It's almost like Mary Angela is like a sensitive in that way too. Well, and Josh said the same thing, and I think Josh is more than just sensitive. 
Well, I was going to say, one of our listeners who somebody I went to high school with told me um, she actually is really skeptical when people say that they're very sensitive to stuff. And I'm like... Why? Did she mention why? No. She's just like... Yeah. she just She's very dismissive when they say that. I'm like, whatever. I'm not sensitive to it, but I'm interested. And I'm... Yeah, well, I think I think you you can't believe that there are angels and not ghosts. It doesn't work that way. I think if you believe that there are angels or like guardian angels out there, then you have to believe in ghosts. Like you have to believe in another side of that. Like it's not a one way street because if you believe that, like with me personally, like I believe that I have a positive entity looking out for me and saving me because it has. So if there is a positive entity doing that, then there is a negative entity doing the opposite. Like, that's I, how that works. I and do have you, a whole theory about um, God and aliens that I could get nice. into right now if you wanted me to, but I wasn't going to. Well, I was going to ask, do you necessarily think that that negative entity, as opposed to your positive entity, is mm-hmm. a quote-unquote ghost? Because a lot, Possible. Of, a lot of people tend to put ghost, that term, along with that that is the soul of a human left behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily know if the soul of a person would be your negative energy as opposed to you mentioned angels Mm -hmm. what's to say that your negative entity isn't a quote-unquote form of like a demon yeah i mean that's true but that's as i'm saying like you have to believe like you Mm -hmm. can't like if that person believes that like there's angels or something yeah like then she's gotta believe in ghosts like i I feel like that that you you can't have one without the other yeah so that's why when like they're in a similar oeuvre yeah, like I've, when people who are of of faith like talk about that, I'm like, okay, well then you believe in ghosts too? No, 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 no. no. I'm like, well, no, yeah, yes, <laughs> like They're similar entities. Yeah, well, I feel like the dis and I because I kind of fall into this category of I'm still like a semi skeptic in the fact of I don't know if I really believe that it's the soul of a human mm-hmm. trapped here, but I think that's also because I am like faith based and I would hate to believe that my soul would be trapped here. Now, is there an energy left behind, like an imprint? Yeah, totally. Is there a negative entity, like a demon, that could then latch onto that energy? Oh, I absolutely think so. Yeah. But I just find it, because I haven't had that experience, I find it hard to believe that, like, a loved one of mine who has passed could still, like, be here with me. I don't ever get that feeling. No. But that's me. But that's also where I'm just, like, I feel like a lot of Christians and believers or whatever you want to characterize yourself as being will be like, oh, I believe in angels, but I don't believe in ghosts. And I'm like, I think that's because they're like, I don't believe that a human soul is here. Mm -hmm. But if you ask them if they believe in demons and they say no, then they're full of shit. (laughs) Because we all believe in demons, which is why we don't fucking touch Ouija boards. (laughs) I used Ouija boards in my youth and I heard all, I had a bunch of people tell me crazy things happened, but I never experienced anything crazy um and i did not grow up religious but i grew up in a really religious area which was in itself very weird i always describe my house as being like secular like we just didn't talk about religion y'all were of the world it's weird like we just didn't you know what i mean like we didn't go to church we really didn't talk about jesus at all except like when i went to church with like my neighbors i never went to church with like my mom i could talk about that a whole other time when i took my mom to the uu church Because that was the thing I was into in college. But anyway, yeah, like, when it came to, like, uh, ghosts or, like, demons and angels and that kind of stuff, like, I never felt like I experienced anything or whatever. But I always feel like 
just because I'm I'm certain that there are things, you know, there are all sorts of things that exist that I haven't seen with my own two eyes. And there are different explanations for, for similar scenarios. Like you guys are talking about angels and ghosts. And like, I think somebody's background can interpret how they experience something. Sure. And so I'm always curious to hear you know, what happened or how someone saw something. And even if I haven't seen it, I'm like, well, just because I didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And oh, yeah. I'm very curious to, to hear about it because I'm like, hmm. And I, you know, I've never felt like a loved one was with me. I've had dreams where my mom came back. And, you know, my mom passed away a couple years ago. And, like, that's weird because I never realized in the dream that I never, I'm like, wait a minute, like, you're, I'm always like, oh, okay, and, like, we hang out and do stuff, and then I wake up, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, oh, wait, oh, mm. like, 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 like an episode of the Golden Girls, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, that's, I've never, and people will be like, she's with you, and that's why you have that she was coming to see you in your dream, and I'm like, it's all, it's my brain, like, yeah, I'm like, I don't think, it's my brain, like, trying oh, no. to process things. I, I'm so the complete opposite, I believe that my mom is around but she doesn't need to be with me per per se like she needs to be with my siblings more i was on the turnpike like two years ago and i was driving probably a little too fast and i get into the other lane but a car stopped short and so i swerve over and i lose control of the car and i was like i'm gonna die like i can't do anything there's literally nothing i can do i literally let go of the wheel i let go because i was like i'm gonna hurt more people if i try to stop and it someone it felt as if someone took the steering wheel out of my like and guided the car like there's no way there is no way that I should have been able there's no way I should have survived that like I yeah. knew that either I was going to die or I was going to kill somebody because of my reckless driving and someone had saved me and I think that's when my like mom or my grandma or my aunt or whatever come and that's what they do is that's how that's what they do. That's how I know that they're there because they do that. And that's happened many times. Like there was a time where I was walking by myself and there was a guy was following me and I was like, oh, well, this is this is about to happen. This is about to happen. And then like the train was supposed to supposedly like 15 minutes late and the train just showed up. And I got on and like, and it was fine. Like, so it's stuff like that, that I think that's how I know that they're there. Like, I don't need them to be there with me. I don't need their presence to be with me every day. Like, whereas like, I think my siblings might need that. But like, like those instances, that's why I think like, I have to believe also in the scary stuff too, because if those entities can do that, then other entities can make my friends get a flat tire make my friend feel sick and all that stuff. So, you know, who took that wheel? It wasn't Jesus. Jesus. Jesus took it. <laughs> Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, I only have, I don't know if I've like talked about it too much, but I only have like two slightly paranormal experiences in my life, but they didn't have anything to do with any loved one around me or anything like that. And it was one was, and both of them actually, both of them happened in the same house with my best friend at the time who swore up and down that she saw ghosts. And... The first one was we were at, she lived in a double wide trailer on farmland out in East Texas. And every um, horse movie starts. Right. And uh, (laughs) she always swore up and down that she would see a little girl in her room in a dress with like blood on her dress. Oh my. And she'd always see this little girl. 
One night she had her birthday party and so there were like seven of us who all came over and we like went outside and swam in the tank, which is like a man-made pond. It's not a pool. It's a fucking... It's a swimming hole. It's a fucking... It's a man-made swimming hole. (laughs) And uh, then we were all in her living room and it was nighttime and I remember distinctly I was laying on the couch and there were like girls on the floor and then we had one friend who had to use crutches to help her walk and so she was asleep up in like the recliner chair directly across from me on the couch and we all fell asleep watching the new guy with dj qualls <laughs> i wish i could make this up though but i would but i'm not like that's what we watched with dj qualls and i remember when i fell asleep i fell asleep halfway through the movie and when i fell asleep i looked over at my friend sitting in the chair and her name was Brittany. and i looked over and she was in the chair And I fell asleep and the movie ended and I woke up in the middle of the night for whatever reason. And I just sort of, you know, wake up in the middle of the night, you scan the room. I looked over and I saw her sitting in the chair, like asleep, like, oh, she fell asleep in the chair. And then I went to sleep and the morning came and morning came and she was on the floor. And so I asked her the next morning, I was like, oh, when did you move down to the floor? Like I woke up and I saw you sleeping in the chair. And she was like, I moved down to the floor before you fell asleep. She's like, you were still awake when I moved down to the floor. I never got up in the chair in the middle of the night. And I was like, no, I swear. I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw you sitting in that chair. She's like, no, I was down. Like, I went to the floor before you fell asleep. So I have no idea what that was about, if that was my imagination or what. There was another night that I stayed over there with her because, I don't know, I guess I just hate myself. Um, (laughs) But it was just me and her. And we were in her room watching tv and she always swore up and down that she saw the little girl in her room we're watching tv we went to go watch the little rascals it was on vhs so we had to rewind it you like all these movie choices these These are great early 2000s movie choices and it was on vhs so we 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 were rewinding the movie so we could watch it halfway (laughs) through rewinding it the tv just shuts off Uh. and so we both being like little teenagers we were like maybe 11 mm-hmm. we were like ah! and run into the kitchen with her grandmother who she called Mimi 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 oh my god oh my god the TV turned on Lexi that's the name of my friend walks back into her bedroom and then she comes running back out and she was like I saw her she was standing in front of my closet the little girl was in my room and I of course was like you're full of shit you're f-. well I didn't say I that because I was an 11 year old kid 11 year old Sarah was a her. baller. Uh, no, 11-year-old Sarah was like, oh, my God, you're such a liar. Let's not go in your room for the next hour and a half. <laughs> so we hung out in the kitchen. Then we finally went back into her room. And when we went back into her room, her cat walked in there with us. And her cat walked over to in front of the closet. And I swear it looked like there were two indents in the carpet. And her cat <laughs> sniffed these little indents, hissed, and ran out of the room. <gasps> and Lexi was like, that's where I saw her. She was right there. Cats don't lie. And we no. slept in her room that night. No. And I woke up in the middle of the night like I tended to do at her house. And I woke up and I looked up and her fan was moving. But it was not on. Oh, that's like the it creepy. Was off. The creepy. Ooh. And I just like rolled over and I was like, there's nothing here. Go back to sleep. And I like scooted to where my butt was touching her. You know, you do when you're sleeping with friends. And I was like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then I went to sleep crazy and those are my only two paranormal experiences that i have where i'm just like those things happen and i don't know what it was but it both of them happened at my friend's house and she swore that there were ghosts there and i have no idea we also went out in her backyard once and in the well that was back there uh, oh a while ago a wild hog had fallen and no one noticed so by the time we went inside it was all bloated and full of maggots <laughs> This is this is a horror movie. Like you were in 
You were in a real life horror movie. <laughs> and I had no idea because I was 11 years old and sheltered. Jesus, that's crazy. So there's my story. You're just making me think about what like a bad kid I was. We don't, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> that's another episode. Mm. When I was in fourth grade, I pretended to be possessed. <laughs> of course um, you did. With, of course I you fucking bored. did. Because you were bored. With this, like, only with one person. There was another girl that I'm like, I got her. I feel, I'm like, I feel bad about it. But I'm like, I was a little kid. I lied and said her dad said that she could go with me. And took, and she went with me and went to play. And her dad was like, why did you come out? I said no. And she was like, she said she told You're me. You're such a bitch. <laughs> I was awful. That's not even the worst. Like, that's not even the worst. How old was I? Oh how are, like Stephanie? How are you? Please cut all this. Not Am I allowed to be here right now? Did my mom say I could be here? Because you said my mom said I could be here. Um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like I'm not gonna get into. I I do a lot of bad stuff. Teresa, tell us your last story. That what? was her. Last that was story. my last story. Oh. Silly girl. Yeah, that's it. It's all my spooky stories. Teresa, thank you for your spooky stories and being mm. being our second spoopy. ever guest, part of the first ever guest-toberfest. This is the dream it. come true, and I'm real excited. Oh my god, well hopefully we'll have you on again. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, two things. One. Oh, shit. That's one of two. Gritty. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, let's right. do it. Yeah, I love him. For those of you who are not, for whatever reason, watching TV right now. Uh, <laughs> I gritty, don't watch TV, but I see them all over the internet. But, but you're also from Philly. I am. But people who aren't from Philly might not know, but if they've been watching TV at all, they'll know. On the internet. Yeah. yeah. Gritty is our new mascot. Vinay sent me a snap. But shout out to Vinay because she listens. Hi, Vinay. Hello, yes, friends. I don't you're, know. You're right. He's the new mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, Flyers, which is a hockey team, which was one of two teams in the NHL that didn't have a mascot. So now they do. Not anymore. And Vinay reached out to me and she was like, I gotta know, like, what? what's gritty? Like, she lives in St. Louis. <laughs> She's like, what's gritty? Like, what? I don't understand. It's like, I've been seeing him everywhere. Like, I don't get it. No one knows what And I was like, is. first of all... I was like, you don't really, nobody really knows what Gritty is. Second of all, I was like, don't you know about like the Philadelphia, the Philly fanatic? Like he's the mascot for the Philadelphia Phillies and like he's not really a thing. He's like a weird green monster with like a face like Birdo from Mario. Like he's weird and he's not really a thing, but he's like, he's whatever. So Gritty has googly eyes and I love him and he's kind of scary. Gritty's um, full of sass. I was like, that's what gr- Gritty is, a sassy, sassy son of a bitch. He's beautiful he's and I love him. Um, he's a strong, gritty. And he's of... gritty because Philly's got grit. Mm-hmm. And is that really why he's named yeah. Gritty? Yeah, that's, yes. exa- that's exactly why he's called Gritty. Yep. I didn't know that. And My, Philly is gritty. I thought that's because they were like, what do we call him? I don't know. Fucking gritty? Oh. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, fucking Philly is gritty. Yeah, you're the underdog, Joe. Um, there was a thing I saw that had all sorts of descriptions for him, but my favorite was... Um, he's the 4 a.m. cheesesteak receipt that you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is... Yeah. He's the... If, if, yeah, if Philadelphia had a Muppet, it'd be gritty. <laughs> and, well, Philadelphia um, does have a Muppet, and it's gritty. gritty. <laughs> and it's like, he's everything that you hate about Philadelphia and everything and that you are. At the same time. <laughs> and I was like, I love him. So there is... Um, Pre-order is out now, but it doesn't come out until next year. But there is a gritty bobblehead, and I <gasps> almost bought you that for your birthday. Oh. But then I was like, I don't want to make her wait. <laughs> I love it. 
Phil was like, one of your presents came today, but the other one comes on Wednesday. And I was like, that's okay. Phil's my brother. Hey, Phil, he listens too. Does Phil listen? Like, he said he was all caught up. What up, Phil? Thanks for listening. Phil's my brother. You want a sticker? Leave us a review. The second thing I was going to say is you said that this week we could bring back the Fetish Five. Okay, yeah. At first I was nervous. I was like, what did I say I was going to allow you to bring back? <laughs> So, Teresa, you're our first guest to experience our new segment, which is called Stephanie's Fetish 5. Oh, and Stephanie Lord. gets five minutes to explain a new fetish to us. Are you ready? Uh, as I'll ever be. It's called Yes And. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. All right. What's our fetish this week, Stephanie? Uh, I was trying to find the fancy word for it. You need and to put then... a timer on? Because you, you can talk. She already her, her five minutes already started. <clears throat> so, uh, it's called Nismolagnia. Oh. What'd you call me? Nismalagnia. That starts with a K, by the way. Of course it does. <laughs> K um, is silent. Do we guess what it is? Yeah. I'm, is it I a mean, fetish with your shot knees? in the dark. Um, no, I can. <laughs> I uh, I was just going to tell you what, what it was. But I mean, do you want to guess? Can I guess? Sure. Is it a fetish with people's knees, like the backs of their knees? Because it has a silent K. No. No? I mean, that's the thing that could happen there, but. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> Uh, Teresa's like, I. why did I agree to come on this podcast? This is a huge mistake. I take it all back. So this is tickle torture. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. I hate that. Isn't there a whole fucking documentary about that on Netflix? Maybe. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, think there is. No, uh, tickle oh torture God, is a term like used to mean the use of tickling to abuse, dominate, <gasps> harass, humiliate, or interrogate an oh. individual. While laughter is uh, popularly thought of as a pleasure response in tickle torture, the one being tickled may laugh despite whether or not they find the experience pleasant. In a tickling situation, laughter can indicate a panic reflex rather than a pleasure response. Tickle torture may be a consensual activity or one that is forced depending on the circumstances. Aww. This is every comedian I've ever met. In a consensual <laughs> form, <laughs> tickle torture may be part of a mutually fulfilling, a physically intimate act between partners. However, forced tickle torture can cause real physical and mental distress in a victim, which is why it has been used as an interrogation method or to simply show dominance over another person. The CIA probably does this. I was like, so if we were doing video, this is where we would do a cut scene <laughs> of one of us walking into the other one with the god like a huge fucking feather just like are you are you gonna talk yet talk god damn it <laughs> oh, man. i'll be the one getting tickled. well yeah because like when, talk like if you're like when you're with someone and they're tickling you I like would, it, i hate it it switches real quick and you're like fucking stop i need you to stop i can't breathe i'm gonna pee i, yeah. do, I don't like it i love it <laughs> <laughs> This is a very personal fetish vibe for Stephanie. You uh, like people tickling you to where it's uncomfortable? I love it. I love Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> it's not I, for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is the first time I've ever talked about anything I'm into, but I was like, I won't say I'm into it unless they ask, but I mean, you ask. Ooh, so I, I very much enjoy it. Even to where you're like, no, no, stop, stop. Is the safe word banana? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's usually red. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's nice. I don't know if you're familiar with that system. No. It's like a stoplight. So like your oh. interior is green. You're like, oh, maybe pull back a little bit. Orange, it's yellow. Orange. I need you to full stop is red. That's that's yeah, really smart, smart, actually. That's a pretty common that, uh, that makes sense. safe word is red. Yeah. 
Um, but that's the concept behind that. But no, I, uh, I really like, like, tickle me till I cry. Like, I love it. I love it. But I also like, like, I, I'm just like, I also just love to laugh in general. Well, yeah. So like, it's, I love it. I don't know. I thoroughly yeah. enjoy it. I learn something new every day. I equate it to the feeling of someone blowing on my belly and I fucking hate that, it when I'm people blow into, on my yeah, belly. That. That's the point where I'm just like, I'm laughing so hard, but it's like, I'm, I want to cry. Like, please stop. Like, yeah. don't tickle me. Don't blow on my belly. All like, I want to do now is just tickle Sarah. That's it. Just, I'll pee. I'll pee right now. Her when she said she doesn't. She's like, I'd rather. Because if you say don't press the button, the first thing I'm going to do is press the button. She's a dom. That's why. What? No. Now we know what she's into. I am not. No. That's what a dom would say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's like, like, what does this say about our culture that you would rather do it to the person who's not into it than the person oh, who is? Oh, too soon. Right. And then I was like, Stephanie. Ah! And then you can cut it anyway. You can cut that. No, it's like the don't touch the red button type of thing. Like, also, it's just hilarious looking at the levels right now. Oh, they'll get figured out. Stephanie <laughs> is. The, been the loudest always always Uh, i was reading the notes for my director and buffy and she was like everybody but stephanie and suzanne need to project project and i was like i've never ever been told i need to project i don't think i have either not ever i'm always told can you can you turn it down a little bit i need you to you want to shut up please (sighs) so on that note thank you for that fetish five about tickling don't touch me Teresa. i will not don't touch me, Teresa. <laughs> She's nowhere near touch me right me, now. Touch me, Teresa. Go okay. touch Stephanie. All right, we got to end the podcast. Right. Start touching Thanks each for other. having me, uh, gang. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. Thank on. you, Teresa. Do you want to plug your thing one more time for the people in the back? Mm, yeah. The end of the month, October, last Friday of the month, Sketchworks at Philly Improv Theater, and then Sunday the 28th, also at the Philly Improv Theater, Only in Your Dreams. It's going to be fun. Come, Only please. Only in Your Dreams is fantastic. Looking for. That's a song from it. It it's is catchy. It's really good stuff. Yeah. If you're in Philly, stuff. go see it because it's. I do a lot of jazz fingers. Awesome. Get it, get it, get it. And it's what? It's like an hour and 15? Not even. Not even. Yeah, it's all one. like you minutes. can... Oh, see, even it's perfect. Is it the same cast as when we mm-hmm. saw it? Oh, um, the lead so in her show is also in my show. She's in Buffy. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's, she's, With the curly hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also Colleen Wills, who is the choreographer. Uh, choreographer, yes, that is the word I was looking for. And is also in Buffy with me. Um, Buffy, again, is at the Adrian. Uh, you should check out Fitz's website. Buffy dates are going to be the 18th through the 21st at the Adrian, and you can find tickets on Fit's website. Fit is a P H I T because it's Philadelphia uh, Improv Theater. Mm-hmm. And tickets for Rocky, which is almost sold out, and that's one night only, are going to be at punchlinephilly.com. Uh, and that's going to be the Rocky Horror Drag Queen show. And then my tiny thing is next Friday, uh, you can go to Facebook, look up Laurel Hill Cemetery, True Tales from the Tombs, or you can go to Laurel Hill's website. They'll have it up there. They've been doing this event for the past 17 years. So this is like a a thing that they do in Philly. So come out, come walk around a really cool, historic, spooky cemetery. See me talk about this bad bitch who was a fucking con artist in 1900. And um, have a drink afterward and come say hi to me, too. 
because if you listen to the show, that'd be awesome. Heck yes. And on that note, another way to do something really nice for us is to go and leave us a review on iTunes or on Facebook. Leave us five stars. Say how much you love us. And then if you just send us a message, DM us, email us, we'll send you a fucking sticker. sticker. It's that easy. We've I been have sending- one. It's great. Teresa has one. The Those kid who's running around here. upstairs is having one. He's so excited about getting it. It's, we it's almost bonked. got done with this episode before they got back. It's cool. It's cool. We, that, we did really did good. Well. We did really good. Um, and yeah, so send it to us. You can either email it to us at deadtimestories, with a Z, all one word, at gmail.com, or you can send it to us at one of our social media sites. Uh, we love Instagram. If you want to follow us there, deadtimestories, uh, with a Z. Yeah. And that's everything. Uh, with that it. said, I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And this has been Dead, Dead Time, Time Stories. Guestoberfest. Teresa. What's up? Say bye. Oh, bye. bye. Sorry. Bye. Cool. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Get wet. <laughs> Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Ferguson. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. We did it.